Live from Ellis Island Casino in the front yard, it's the Steve Sears Summer Tour 2022. Here's your hosts, Steve Cofield, Adam Hill, and Steve Sear. Adam Hill back up in about 10 minutes. Steve Sear running the show. It's pretty much the show. I, I, I owe that guy a beer. That's Steve Sear. I mean, you know, with my <laughs> the, ego. That's just <laughs> the Alice's are sitting down with us. We just got a winner, right? We have a name for the uh, winner of the Raiders tickets for the opener coming up in a couple weeks. We do, yeah. So Michael M1, he's uh, one of our regulars here, and he's won two tickets to the first Raiders home game. And, and so. I thought they were nosebleed shoes. No, they're lower level. I mean, they, they did it right. So, and that's what, Cardinals? Yep, Cardinals, Cardinals yeah. Okay. So we did it through our um, players club, different points for Sundays and Mondays, play 200 base points. And so, yeah, we'll have more of these coming up in the future. I, I don't know if we want to get up, because I, I want to talk about Formula One, but you know, on Saturdays, my Saturday gig for them is I get to go up to Mount Charleston Cofield. It's called Pine Dining. I don't know who thought of that, but it's very cool. And they highlight uh, local chefs. Uh, the last time I went, it was a guy that runs Moco, no, no, Fuku Burger. Fuku Burger, and, yeah. And uh, Latai. <laughs> and it was amazing. <laughs> no, no, Where'd you get Moco from? I don't know. <laughs> I, I've had one beer. I've had one Ellis Island line. Drinking on so. the job. Okay. No, but I mean, but that is, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but tell, I'm, a, I'm a casino host. Tell us more about Pine Dining because you guys, you, go, you own you know, Mount Charleston Lodge. Yeah, you're rebuilding like it and you're using the property. Yeah, so we had the Mount Charleston Lodge that burned down last year. And at the side of the lodge, we've been doing pine dining, which is a culinary pop-up. So every Saturday, we have a cookout-style event featuring one of Las Vegas's favorite local chefs. Um, and then Sundays is a chef's table. So, you know, in the past, we've had James Trees from Esther's Kitchen, Justin Hall with Main Street Provisions. This upcoming weekend is a pizza weekend. So we have Metro Pizza, Monzu, Pop-Up Pizza, um, and our own Via Focaccia. So very excited about that and then we have um la strega on sunday and todd english all next weekend nice. so i'm in charge of one of the buses you know Seriously. right i know that yeah, yeah bus, so, bus uh, ambassador yeah, yeah. The yeah. Formal title. I, I i'm trying to get bus ambassador of the year it's, it's, really <laughs> mega, it's for god you're gonna need and new so name tag I, I make all the girls go potty because it is 45 minute drive right but but and then everyone grabs it to go and it's so much fun i mean i really and you gotta it. drop the other line what happens with the temperature Oh, no, it, it's, yeah. It's I mean, we all know Mount Charleston's degrees. cooler. No, so yeah. You're talking 20, 30 degrees. Yeah, yeah, 20, 30 degrees cooler every day up there. All right, I, I'd like to talk Formula One. I was naive. You're talking about whatever you want. I, I was naive to how big it is, okay, and then, you know, I had friends, and, and I have customers that I know don't like me from London saying, oh, no, we're coming to Formula One. And I have to assume that you guys have been bombarded with, I mean, people want your location, yeah. location, right? Totally. We've had so many even just guest and player requests already for what are you guys doing for Formula One? How can I get tickets? Um, you know, we have some pretty great suites um, on our at our hotel that that uh, we're going to hopefully get to do something really cool with. So we're, we're so excited to have them right next door as our neighbors. And, um, you know, when when they announced our, the track being right on Koval and right in front of us, um, yeah, we couldn't be happier to have them next door. But are you going to – are you guys – are we building a grandstand? Not, not just our suites, but I mean we're a grandstand grandstand, right? We're I mean, still working on plan, Steve. <laughs> Come on. Okay, okay. <laughs> We have I knew you were time. jumping the gun. They're no, looking at you like, don't. What are you doing? No, no but I mean, listen, I, I got to be in one meeting because I know uh, my friend Nathan that runs the track here. He said, Steve, there will be 4,000 mechanics fly in from around the world. 4,000 mechanics just for that one event. 
I mean, it's unbelievable. And remember, Coble's gonna, they're gonna have to take the median. I mean, it's gonna be shut down for a while, right? So we're gonna need access roads. I mean, this it's gonna change the whole strip. Yeah, and to, to have taken a plot of land that had been vacant for so long, we just really couldn't be excited with having them as our neighbor. And we're excited to for next Thanksgiving and to see all the fun things we get to do uh, as part of Formula One. 39 acres, $240 million, and cleared off like that. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, don't know. You, you know F1 is big. Because <laughs> they, they have to have this done by the middle of next year. Yeah, it's going to come up oh, fast. Oh, that's right. I didn't even think of it that way. Okay, yeah, I know. I mean, they announced it the next day the drink was gone. Yes. I mean, I don't know how they got that through the commission or whatever, but, I mean, if you got money, I guess it happens. Yeah. Connections, right? Absolutely. So NFL starts up on Thursday, September 8th, and you guys are introing some cool stuff like all-you-can-drink oh, specials for NFL, right? Yeah, yeah. So, we so have wait, a, wait, what do you mean about all-you-can-drink? I haven't heard about this. We have a couple different drink packages <laughs> that we <laughs> offer during NFL games. <laughs> You're not helping me, Coach. No, really? Okay. Yeah, so it's during it's uh, the first three quarters of each game. Um, you know, it's anywhere from beer and wine packages to liquor to just beer. Um, like how, how much is it for all the beer I can drink? $42. No way. Yeah, so that's true. three beers at Paris, you know, with a tip. <laughs> I mean, really, so not lying. 42 bucks, uh-huh. I can drink all the beer I want. Yes, and that's beer and wine for the full game. And then we have a great menu of different game day foods that you can have out here. And then we have 25 screens scattered throughout the, the venue. So wherever you look, especially for a Sunday, wherever you look, you'll see a game. And we'll have all the games going. It's really a, a great game day. Well, you know, Thursday the 8th, uh, my... Yeah. Supervisor of player development has let me. I'm doing a kickoff party. And <laughs> I don't know what I've agreed to, but <laughs> we'll find out. I know. No, she told me, she's like, you know, Thursday we need to talk. I always kind of <laughs> ramble on, and she's like, well, I haven't really approved that yet, Stephen. I've already invited like 50. By the way, Cofield, I want you guys to come. Okay. Okay, yeah. No, I think we've all realized Steve goes a billion miles an hour well, no, while oh, yeah. you're like, okay, let me process here. It's and by then, design. And then yeah, he gets you, all, like, he gets you all hyped up. <laughs> well, and I'm like, I don't know what I agreed you know, to. because I get excited. You know, I mean, it's going to be fun. I've, I've never had a cup of coffee, you know. Never tried cocaine. I was afraid I'd like it. That is truth. I get that all the time. Like, no, I don't. No ecstasy, nothing. We're but, used to Steve's energy, though. We've known him for quite some time now, so. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good transition off a cocaine line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of challenged all of us. Um, no, I've got a gaming license. I'm I'll, I'll close in mentioning, well, a couple of things. First of all, someone at the table was like, look at that logo. Look at that fence logo. <laughs> and I was like, there's a beer stein in there. That's brilliant. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Sure, that wasn't uh, planted at all. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, it is true. Steve did come up with the middle of the front yard logo, so we can give him those yeah. kudos. Yeah, credit. And the other one, maybe the most important thing, aside from the gaming, that's really important, the karaoke, seven days a week. I love the place. I can't sing, but you know what? You just remove all your fears. You get up on stage. It's awesome. And, and I'm not saying this because, you know, I, I, I adore them and their family. Every pl- person that you talk to has an Ellis Island karaoke story. Am I right? Absolutely. That's, I mean, that's it, it's just the best. It's like a little memory maker, that, that karaoke room, because everybody has a story about getting too drunk and singing a song or getting kicked out or, or belting it and, and or hearing the best musician they'd ever heard sing on stage. So it's a that, great that, You know, after, um, for the first responders, I remember years ago, they did, and Zoe Bowie and the Righteous Treasures, and if, I, I can't remember what it was, if you got up and sang, you guys donated 
yeah, I think it was like 3,000 every song or something. Or 1,000. Yeah, we, so if, yeah. If, if you get up and sing, you know, they would call certain celebrities, we're going to donate three grand uh, to the responders. Yeah, so we, I think we nice. raised $110,000 for the fund. So How cool is that? Follow them on Twitter at Ellis Casino LV. Okay. Anna Marie, Christina, appreciate you having us out here. This is awesome, awesome. And we do have a video rolling the whole show so people can come back or go to uh, social media and watch that on YouTube, on Twitter as well. Steve, you're going to come back at 5.30? Correct. I'm coming back at 5.30, and right now you're going to do your We're going to do our big five. five at five, and we're okay. going to get into Darren Waller and the latest with Darren Waller and his agent and probably an extension coming up here in the next week or so. Ellis Island Casino, home of Oktoberfest on September 24th from 5 to 8 p.m. With contests, unlimited Ellis Island beer for three hours, souvenir gifts, and Oktoberfest bites. We've talked about competition since we came here in, in, in every position group and trying to give every player an opportunity to earn his earn his job and to earn his role, whatever that role may be. We gave everybody an opportunity uh, to go out there and, and play and really perform. There's a lot of tough decisions that you, you make across the roster, you know, and you hope you get them all right. The Steve Sears Summer Tour 2022 continues from Ellis Island Casino. Front yard. Great spot for the live show today. We're up on the stage. Come on down here. Enjoy the $5 microbrews. Great menu. Great menu at the front yard. And then they've got all the other spots you can eat at. The barbecue joint. Also uh, Metro. And, of course, the legendary cafe, which is uh, now Village Pub. The Ellis family owns the uh, Village Pubs around town as well. Also great spots. Adam Hill is here. Jed working the controls. It's Cofield. Big five time. Battleborn Injury Lawyers presents the Big Five at Five, number five. Hard Knocks Wednesday. Hard Knocks Wednesday. We always do a big report on Hard Knocks tonight before the Lions. I do have to tie something together. We're watching Aiden Hutchinson as he develops into an NFL player, the number two pick in the draft. But I'm also keeping my eye right now live on what Serena Williams is doing. She's in a tiebreaker in the first set against the number two seed. It's a very tense atmosphere. This is good stuff. Obviously, we're all rooting for Serena to win. This show is a gigantic. Oh, maybe not. Are maybe we? maybe someone bet the other side. Well, well, I'm a Serena stand. You know that. I may or may not have she. So she's in a tiebreak right now. She actually was up a break five four serving for the set, and uh, got the other side. I bet oh, it. Then. Okay. I bet it live. But I, of course, going into the match, I was rooting for Serena. I just thought, look, we're getting carried away at this point. So uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. It's going to be tough. And, and she's starting to make Serena run back and forth on the baseline, which is the smart move. Yes. Test the gas tank. Yeah. Speaking of that, Aiden Hutchinson going to be okay this season? Was that, a, was that practice against the, the Colts and then also the uh, in-house practice, a sign that Aiden Hutchinson has to get a little better with uh, his stamina? Uh, well, it's certainly, you know, it's training camp. That's what you use it for. You're supposed to get in shape. Uh, he was wearing down in the two-minute drill as they were going hurry up against them for sure. Uh, but you do, I mean, look, you see a lot of rotation in the NFL they kind of kept their guys out there and made them go through it. It's a drill. Uh, it's something that Josh McDaniels last week was talking about saying, hey, you're seeing things at practice where guys are failing because we're trying to make them fail. And I think that's part of what you're doing to the defensive players. Hey, no rotations. You're staying out there. We're going to make you tired. And uh, that's what they're trying to do. You know, my favorite part of the episode last night was because I am a soul crusher and I want everything to be right. This would irk me as well. Deuce Staley picks up 
a cup of Gatorade, and what happens? Too sweet. Whoever mixed the Gatorade, like, bruh. And I don't want to insult people who do this, but we'll just call them water boys. Like, what What did you do? You have one job. He even said, Deuce Daly's like, did you add water? <laughs> and then everybody's tasting it. It's like the old, uh, man, this is a really old SNL sketch. Uh, I don't know if you ever saw it. It, 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 it. It's so true, though, where somebody tastes the milk and it's stale. Like, oh, this is terrible. Try this. Why would I want to try it? But that's what everybody's saying. This is terrible. Try it. Like, no, I don't want to try it. I take your word for it. It's not good. Number four. Well, yesterday we had a chance to break down the John Gruden audio from the Arkansas Touchdown Club, and I wanted to get I'm Adam's. Man. I wanted to get Adam's reaction. So he does this function on Tuesday morning, and maybe he didn't know it was coming. I didn't think this was uh, very well thought out. I mean, he sort of apologizes at the beginning. You're in a lawsuit right now, so you can't really comment on that particularly. But you know the kind of person you are. I, I thought maybe it was important that maybe you sort of share and just my little bit of exposure around you and the things I've read that your players have through. I know you're obviously you're in a lawsuit right now, so you can't really comment on that particularly. But you know the kind of person you are. I, I thought maybe it was important that maybe you sort of share and just my little bit of exposure around you and the things I've read that your players have said uh, and your and your assistants have said and the coaches you've been under. Um, I think maybe there's been a different kind of person portrayed. I just want to give you the, the chance to talk about that. Well, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm not going to um, uh, say anything but honest things here. I'm ashamed about uh, what has uh, come about in these emails, and I'll make no uh, excuses for it. It's just it's, it's shameful. It's good. shameful. That was really good. That, that part was that part was good. But oh, John Gruden, uh, that's all he said. That's, that's cool. No, then that's he stops, cool. and then we got to reset. But um, I am a good person. I believe that. I, I'm, I, I go to church. I've been married for 31 years. i got three great boys. I still love football. I've made some mistakes, but I don't think anybody else in here hasn't. Uh, and I just ask for forgiveness, and hopefully I get another shot. Oh, boy, I didn't, I, I didn't notice that part. He pulled the classic, I've made mistakes, but so have all of you. And then they're like, yay, you're right. I've made, oh, I missed that yesterday when we played it. He threw it back on the crowd. Which of you hasn't sent racist emails? Well, do you want to do it? Go ahead. Not me. Well, no, I meant he's in Arkansas. So I don't like to blanket a whole state, but easy material there. Fair enough. Look, I can't. I, I didn't even realize he did that. Oh no! Anytime the button you, was bad enough. Yeah, anytime, and the I'm a good person. And I'm married, and I've been to church. Anytime you're addressing like a horrible thing that you did, and you drop in a but, like, oh no, it's yeah. it's not gonna go well. Like, it's not gonna go well. You should just end it right there. Even if, even if you have explanations that are okay, uh, even if there are reasons, like, don't drop in the but. And he spent, he elongated it. Like, you knew something r- ridiculous was coming, and the. I don't know. I've go to church. I've been married thirty one years. Are you saying people that people that go go to church and have been married for a long time are just automatically good people? Is that what you're suggesting? I can give you a list of plenty of people that are not, and can say those same things. So that that's just a ridiculous thing to bring up. And then you know we're I, you know we don't. It's a long drawn out thing. But then he goes on to basically say the news is fake. Like, dude, no, your emails were real. And if you, this drives me nuts more than anything because I don't believe news has ever like there's the three cases i think of that i know of where the news has actually made something up and they've been caught and fired and not working anymore so to say that that's so stupid because if somebody would have reported that these emails exist i guarantee you he would have called it fake news 
I guarantee it until they're out. And they're like, well, I don't, I can't trust what I see on TV anymore. They've reported accurately about you. So what are you saying? Number three. Talk about the uh, UDFAs that made the 53 for the Raiders. Darian Butler, Masterson, uh, Sam Webb, and who's the other guy? Uh, the safety, uh, Isaiah Polamau. Okay, nice. Ma'o. You know, notice I, think, I, I laid yeah. that right at your feet. I know. Ma'o. Ma- Ma- best story Ma- best story in the book Mo- 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 I, I don't know how to say it sorry I would have believed it the first time uh, well keep going. Isaiah was the the big um, the biggest surprise for sure the biggest surprise on the roster no doubt about it uh, but he's just a guy and you know Josh McDaniels talked about these guys who just kind of come into camp put their head down and go to work and like don't need to make a splash don't need to talk about it just go work and f- for whatever reason his work just stood out to them throughout camp now the other ones Butler, Masterson, Sam Webb, all just played really, really, really well. You could see watching games, say, okay, those guys are making a case. They're going to be on the roster. Isaiah was more just a show up, do the right thing every single day. This is going, I mean, I don't want to tie everything into hard knocks, but you can. Right. It's it's the speech they were given last night on, on, on hard knocks and Dan Campbell and some of the assistants were talking about it saying, hey, there's two different pl- kinds of players. There's players that are absolutely unbelievable and you're just not sure if you can trust them. I'm talking about bubble players on the roster. And then there's other players that just do everything so right, and maybe they don't have the most talent in the world. Maybe they're not the best player in the world. But you know every single down, every single day, they're going to give you the right thing. And I get the feeling that's what he was for them, that just you know nothing about his game necessarily jumped out at you on the film. But every single day, doing the right things, showing up, being there, he was the kind of guy that they wanted. So I I think that's just a, a really, really good story. And a good example for everybody else to look to at the team to say, look, you don't have to be the most talented guy. Just go and make sure the coaches can count on you every day and you're going to have a chance to make a team. Number two. So the Cardinals fans, some media very fired up that Trayvon Mullen is coming to town. The Raiders deal Mullen for a seventh-round pick conditionally to a sixth. I saw one guy who's a Broncos locked-on network dude. Lives in Nebraska. Um tweeted out the Raiders just traded their best corner laugh out loud Trayvon Mullen their best corner well I mean he wasn't in camp because he wasn't there I mean this is I think this is the classic case of your best ability is your availability yeah. as much as I hate that cliche yeah. it's it's kind of true he wasn't there he did he wasn't there for the OTAs I mean he was there but not practicing wasn't there for any mini camps he wasn't there for the first you know 75 percent of training camp and he you know, came out there and, and finally went to you know started practicing the last couple of weeks, but he just didn't really have the time, I think, to show this administration, this staff, what it was. And you look around, Nate Hobbs was unbelievable last year and was the best player on the defensive side in camp to me, besides Max Crosby. Uh, you know, Rocky Sin solid, Anthony Averett solid, and guys that they brought in that weren't part of the old regime. Uh, and Sam Webb, a guy that we just talked about being a UDFA, that really stood out throughout camp is making plays all over the place so all of a sudden you start looking around and, and Amik Robertson impressed them I think in the last game uh to to make the roster after I thought he was probably on the outside looking in and so you could kind of get lost in that numbers game and I think Trayvon Mullen not you know not to throw this on him necessarily but I think he like everybody else just assumed he was safe and you know he didn't have that time to make that impression and they found him expendable, and, and they found somebody willing to take him on because he may have been cut if nobody was going to take on his uh, his deal. 
number one. Alex Leatherwood, gone from the Raiders. Before I had seen where he landed, I was thinking, hey, maybe the Chiefs or Chargers would be a good spot. Chiefs love reclamation projects. And I mean, we're talking about a guy who was a number 17 pick in the yeah. first round. A year ago, he lands with the Bears. Could this come back to haunt the Raiders and soon? I don't think so. You don't think he'll he'll move right in there and get a spot on the offensive line? He's more of a developmental player now. Yeah, but listen, he's got a he's definitely got a ton of talent. I mean, he was the best offensive lineman in college football. You don't just forget how to play football. Um, to me, and and I'll also say this: if he goes on and has a great career and is an unbelievable player, it wouldn't be the most surprising thing in the world. But it also would probably would not have happened here. And, and I, I say that because, to me, a lot of this issue was a confidence issue. A lot of what went wrong here was just, you know, everything kind of gone in the wrong, going in the wrong direction. They moved him off tackle last year. They moved him to guard. He actually had a couple of decent games there. But uh, it was a case of just kind of doubting himself, not knowing where he fit in, and just continuing to fall down the depth chart. I don't think that ever would have changed here necessarily. So if he does go on to play well somewhere, I'm sure a lot of people will come back and say, oh, Raiders blew it, could have had this. Maybe, possibly. But I, I just think a change of scenery is absolutely going to make a difference for him. Now, maybe he doesn't respond. Maybe this completely ruins his confidence even more and he goes in, into more of a hole as a player. We'll see. But I, I point to two plays in the Dolphins game for, for people that might question this or doubt this. Uh, he, his two worst plays of the entire game, probably his two worst plays of the entire preseason, were back-to-back snaps. And if you want to tell me that the second play wasn't a result of the first play – and completely losing his confidence, I will fight you on that forever. <laughs> like, that's what it was. He got absolutely shoved back into the quarterback. It was a horrific rep. He was still thinking about it, and he completely whiffed on a, on a pass block on the next play. And I, I absolutely believe that those are related to each other. Uh, and I think I think Alex would probably admit that if he, if he was being honest about it. And so I don't know that it ever would have changed here. I think he's a really, really good dude, and I hope – I hope it works out for him. But I also don't think, like, if you're looking and saying, hey, he goes somewhere else and, is well, and does well, and, hey, the Raiders blew it, I don't know that that's the case. It's the Big Five at Five, brought to you by Battleborn Injury Lawyers. If you've been injured, call Justin Watkins at Battleborn Injury Lawyers, 570-9000. Winning is satisfying. There is nothing like winning, man. There is nothing like winning. And I'm telling you right now, it doesn't matter if it's freaking dominoes, it's spades, it's Blu-ray, it's croquet, it's chess, it's preseason. Live from Ellis Island Casino in the front yard. Ass kicking, it does not matter, man. Winning is winning. And it feels good, man. And we needed to taste that. Here's your hosts, Steve Cofield, Adam Hill, and Steve Sear. That it was just a song thing. You a little bit too much, but I like the way you feel and you touch, and I like the way you kiss and you cuss, and I love that it's not love, it's lust. Now, baby, sit back and relax. It goes so fast. The, <laughs> the show does go fast, Steve. We're on. I know. The oh. day goes fast. Steve's busy it's signing books. Imagine Steve no, comes out and like, and doing my F. own little podcast and everything. How great was it? It screwed up at first, but the Star Spangled Banner was pretty cool. It's great. It's so, fantastic. um, I, I did have the official text, so I don't know if you want to reveal it now. I mean, it's Cofield and Company, uh, it's your show, but I do have confirmed 
uh, three weeks from today, our next Steve Sear summer tour. I'm from the okay. president of Mr. J. Uh, we will get you. Is this time? It's all good, yeah. Okay, yeah. We're all so good. Three we, want, we have a summer tour, and you have a second stop. Uh, the second, we, yeah, we wanted to make sure it was all locked down. The second stop is at the Plaza Pool. They have a wet deck, which is about, you know, five, six inches deep. I have video of it. And uh, we are going to do Steve Sears' Bikini Tug of War with eight teams. I have Hawkinson, Spearmint Rhino, uh, Sapphire, confirmed, the returning champion, Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, wow. Uh, right. Um, Sapphire looks the best, but they didn't really perform well last time. That's just the way it is. Buffalo Wild Wings was kind of dominated. They did so, dominate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> BWW had and some you know nice-looking young ladies, and they were strong. Yeah, and, and you know, it's uh, teams of five. Total team weight has to be under 650 pounds. We're going to have the weigh-in around three-ish in your first hour, you know, and then we'll start tugging up four, and you guys can do live. And if you notice, you're going to get a cabana. They have a whatever the line is for ESPN. I mean, Jed will figure Jed that will, out. Jed, Jed, it's all on Jed. Yeah. So, but anyway, <laughs> Jed, so, September twenty first. Get ready to sweat. Yeah, Let's so, do it, brother. So, so you'll be right across, and we will be live. And I'm the referee. I've already ordered my uh, referee outfit. Uh, it's like a tank top and hat and stuff, and yep. the whistle. And so we're gonna have bikini tug of war, you guys. And, and number two. Yeah. And number two. And the only way this can happen: one, Steve has a lot of friends around town who can host this. Two. Steve is actually an official official of Tug of War. It's $18 a year. I'm a member of the official uh, Tug of War Association of America. <laughs> it, hey, it used to be an Olympic sport. Look it up. Google it. I mean, that, that's on the square. Well, and it, was, so, it was also a squid game sport. What's that? Are you not, you I don't think Steve games? has a lot of chances to okay. watch TV. All right, well, yeah. Watch Squid Games. Watch Squid Games. Oh, okay. It's okay. pretty amazing. Yeah. So anyway, so I, I, pay, I pay the fees, and um, it will be, and, you know, the girls, there's you know, no jewelry, and you can't wrap around, and we, they have to be 650. That's 130 average a girl, and the rope is so long, and so we have, we have bras on it. When the bra passes it, I blow the whistle, and you're done. If you fall, you have to immediately get up. You know, you can have one alternate. You can have one coach. Within four feet, and so it's, it's strictly by the book. This is this is great. I mean, Steve doesn't know that I'm a big rules guy. Oh, I'm you are very into rules. So I like I like this. Oh no, it I is. like the oh. breakdown here. Oh yeah, and so the the uh, anchor can't <laughs> wrap the rope around themselves. You, you can't wrap the rope around your arm. That's also for okay. safety. You can only you know pull, and, and we let them practice. Are a you saying bit. that it costs more for your outfit? to be a referee than it does to be a referee. <laughs> yeah. yeah your, your shirt, your whistle. Okay, that's good. Yeah. No, I went on Amazon and I got everything. So I, I'm fired up for it and I wanted to, to do it again. And so, you know, yeah. I mean, so figure we have, if I get 10 teams, you know, that's 60 girls there and they all invite their friends. I mean, it's, sure. it's going to be a good day. I'll just tell you, this was such a good event. Steve talked about doing it again. Steve Sears with us. And for some reason, these are some of the photos I saved on my phone oh, from no. back in 2015. So oh, I still, I still t- had the photo. Oh, I sent them to you. you oh, oh that's, right, that's right. I that's sent right. you the trophy. Okay, so I've, I, I sent you several pictures with you know you and I and some of the ladies. Right. Uh, a couple of photos. I, I, some of your friends. I don't know if they're still your friends. Other ladies. So we'll have to check into that. I don't know what's right. going on with you. <laughs> but we had a great time. That was no, at a, that was what at a Hard and, Rock Now Virgin. And you know uh, the the most interesting thing is how competitive, dude the ladies get no joke it's fun and all that but then and they were complaining about something and well she shouldn't have done this or that and i mean it, it's hey, you're amazing. a referee no i know you're, you're no no you're I, the one that has to decide that. you're exactly right i mean it's a commission of one so uh, <laughs> anyway i wonder if we could uh, have a line on it you know obviously buffalo wild wings got to be a favorite coming out of the gate they got to be like a minus 210 something like yeah, that gonna, you know 
I mean, I love Sapphire, but they're like plus 300. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to have to set lines on this. Yeah, yeah, we are. I might have to visit uh, each place with you. Yeah, and research then, well, yeah, and we development. Do research. Steve, you're yeah. busy. I got it. Okay, okay. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. You're very busy guy, Steve. Uh, you can you can you can stay at home. Me and me and Steve's here. We'll uh, uh-huh. yeah. We'll we'll, we'll we'll definitely check it out. But anyway, um, you know, and they're gonna have drinks. But uh, Jonathan Jostle is the president down there. He's like the youngest. Um, I think gaming licensee. You know, he's like 37, 38 years old. Really cool guy. They have pickleball courts there. I've played in a pickleball tournament there. Yeah. Uh, he does a lot of cool stuff. And you know, the plaza's remodeling that. Of course, you have Oscars, and it, it's cool. Look at this guy. This picture off the. Too cool oh, yeah, for school yeah, back in yeah, 2016. Yeah, yeah. Let's see if it's Now, I, that I was know. bikini ping pong, I think. That was actually at Sapphire. You're right. Okay. No, no, no. Th- no, this actually is. No, because, look, I have the trophy. We're doing uh, we're doing picture for radio here. Here's we're, the, we're live here, streaming. Here's the, check it out. There's a champ. Oh, yeah, yeah. And no. I have it on our live stream, which, by the way, I probably should have mentioned we live streamed the whole show today. So we'll tell you where to check that out. We'll cut it up a little bit. But, yeah, you had a real trophy, and it was a fun event last time. So we're doing that on September 21st. Correct. And my and invite people uh, and, to come out. And, and I've uh, got to plug anklerepair.com because they're my sponsor. They're the one that fronted the money, and I think we're going to do a nice little ad in the weekly. And we've got three weeks. I'm going to really blow it up. So I don't know if you've ever hurt your ankle, but usually there's no, you know, when you go to the gym, you don't do much for your ankle. This thing is a machine. I'm going to show you pictures later. You put it in, and it helps you flex. LeBron uses it. That's all you need to know. Damn. So anklerepair.com will be there, too, and it'll be fun. And so... Uh, so the big screen, they got the Mets Dodgers on. Serena's on here somewhere. Um, this big screen, again, if you haven't been to the front yard, it's like the ultimate combo of a beer garden and a sports bar because they got TVs all over the place. And this TV that we're looking at, the big one. Oh, no, it's half a million bucks. I, don't, I mean, I don't know if I'll get in trouble for saying that, but that's, <laughs> it, it, it can rain on that. These side ones are like seven, eight grand. It, all these are indoor, outdoor, real. It can rain on that because we're open, you guys. If it rains, it comes in. I mean, there's no... You know, glass up there and anything. So, no, it's it's amazing. I last year had three whales, and they were staying at Resorts World, which I really like. And no, one was at Caesars Resorts World. And I said, they go, we want a fun place to watch the game. I'm not kidding. They bought four tables, and we did all you can drink right here and watch the Super Bowl right here, because it was amazing. Watched uh, watched the Champions League final here. I'll also tell people uh, brunch, awesome. Oh yeah, I agree. Awesome, phenomenal. And a lot of young people. And oh, it's, yeah. And it's DJ. Not, yeah. But it's a DJ, but it's not, like, overwhelming. You're not at a club. Right. It's just a cool vibe. It's, it's a great spot to come to brunch. I have a lot of friends that uh, have started really uh, really coming here often. So Well, and we had barbecue time. together. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Unbelievable. So, no, I know. Unbelievable. So, I can't no, believe really you guys like ate it. a full rack. It's insane. No, you didn't. No, I ate a half rack. Big fella did a full rack. He crushed one. He did. <laughs> I, couldn't, I, I couldn't do it. It was too much food. It's awesome. No, so I'm excited. You know, uh, we're going to keep these going, and uh, even if it's winter, we can still have the Steve Sear uh, summer tour. <laughs> exactly. It's a winter tour. Um, I know you're holding back because you don't know all the details, and Adam and I have been freaking, I'll, I'll, whatever. We've been excited about F1, and now you're finding out more about it. And I know the Ellis ladies weren't, you know, couldn't spill the beans on everything because everything's not in place. Holy crap, this is going to be awesome. And I know it's a ways off. It's next November. No, it's But, amazing. my God, folks, if you haven't. I mean, if you know where Ellis Island is, it's on Koval. This is on the track. We're, no, we're the start-finish. This is finish. the course. We're the start-finish. Oh, my God. Right here on Koval Lane, you guys. I mean, that's why that, you know, and that's going to be a year-round attraction, too, they told them. The F1. Oh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're building, just, they're yeah. building on this 39-acre lot. It's, it's going to be there all permanently. 
Yeah, no, it's, it's really cool and great for our town, and I had no idea how big it was around the world. There's only been, like, one in Miami, right? Or it's been They just did in- Miami, and there's been other races here, but when anytime the United States gets a race, it's massive, and it's been a desire of Las Vegans to get some sort of road race, and the, and the thought was always, well, we'll do it downtown, because they did some, I think in the, uh, maybe like 81, they did a Grand Prix downtown, yeah. something like that. Um, okay. But... They did, one, they did one not that long ago, too. Okay. Like, like 15 years ago? All right. Yeah, they definitely had a race. I don't remember exactly what but it was. Now but we're F1 talking. Now massive. we're talking Koval, Harmon, Strip, up to uh, you know Spring Mountain, basically. Make a right there, go behind the sphere, and then come back up to Koval. Oh, it does go behind the I, sphere. That's the, yeah. that's the initial okay. course I saw. And there's there's also no better time for this to be happening because F1 has never been bigger. Like this is the TV it's not show. like it's not like F1 is failing and they're like oh maybe Vegas will save us. No, F1 is soaring in popularity. People that I never knew. Even new car races exist. Love F1. Well, what I read, believe it or not, and so you, you're going to have to check this, you know, when Sears says something. No, if you have a microphone, it's true. Okay, so that this is the first one that F1 actually owns. When they go to Monaco or wherever, the government owns the race, and they pay them to put it on. This is the first one in Vegas that they own. The city of Miami paid them to do it. Not that This is going to be F1's home in the world is going to be Las Vegas. Now, how cool is that? So that's why they spent, what would you say, $240 million? Is that I, I didn't think it was that much. They spent $240 million. Just on the land. Just on the land before the build-out. It's $240. Wow. Okay. So, and this is their home. So, you know, I and think they're going think to be about it. it. There's only so much open space to build stands on this part of the course. My God, across the street. Oh, no. How many, I mean, how many seats can they put in along with suites just across Koval from Ellis Island. They've got that whole strip of land okay, I, all the way down to Harmon. I won't say his name, but my friend at El Dorado said 22,000 with sweets. That's what it'll hold. <laughs> wow. Ellis Island is thinking about putting one that holds 3,000. Just on little Ellis Island. So, anyway, so that's fun. Uh, you know, I don't know what else. My brain's kind of full. I don't know how you guys today, do this. Today, I know, man. I mean, it's today we went really, we went hard today. Yeah. We, we went did. hard today. We had Randy Couture down here. You what got a great guy. What, what a great guy. He's awesome. Especially when he, when he was, we, we asked him at the end, because you, you were, you were uh, down mingling, but we were talking about all his charitable efforts, and he really has, he's done a lot for charity and a lot for mental health and, you know, getting guys more comfortable to talk things out. And so it's a big deal. It is. Yeah. It's a really big deal, and it's become a big thing. In sports, massive thing in sports, right, Adam? With the Raiders. Oh, yeah. There's no, no question. And it's something that, you know, some of the athletes that have spoken up, including Randy, and uh, as he mentioned, I think uh, to a, you know, to a huge degree, Jake Laser, his friend, um, they've just opened the door for people to be able to talk about it. And it used to be a stigma of, hey, if you talk about that, you're weak. Like, what's wrong? Why would you say something like that? But now it's, it's a more open conversation in the NFL locker room. I'm not joking about this, but I'm just going to make this transition. With Steve's job as a super host, I get the feeling that you have to have some conversations with people at times that oh, probably yeah. aren't that. <laughs> he just he dropped his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like there's got to be like uh, people come up to you like Steve. Uh, no, I cannot believe what just happened. I lose I lose 25 percent of my and I, you know look for any if you ever interview a host and they say they have thousands of players they're full of poop. Okay, it just doesn't. I have or they're not good. Like they just have all the people that they don't actually talk to. Right. I, I have. A stable of 70-ish guys that'll blow 25 grand to 100 grand. They'll risk 25 grand to 100 grand, uh, and that might not sign, sound like a lot, but there's only 52 weeks in a year. Okay, that makes me <laughs> Michael Jordan. And then I have nine guys that'll 
risk a million to five million. My biggest player is 10 million. And that's taken me 34 years of hustling to get that. I lose 20% of them every year because they're broke, they're sick of gambling, or they're sick of Steve. The third one doesn't happen often, but it happens. So I'm constantly networking in that. And, and you know, it's, a third of my customers are so rich, like Larry Flint when he was alive. If you lose a million, who cares? It's a mis miscellaneous number. A third should not be here. They're gambling above their means, and they are the funnest, and I like them the most. And that's where I lose. And then a third, as their age and wealth increases, their gaming increases. My biggest player now used to bring 30 grand 30 years ago. Now that's his first bet. You know, so again, so yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I'm not a librarian, guys. You know, I mean, I, you know, <laughs> you know it's, 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 I'm not. You're I not mean, a librarian, but you no, did write a book. Uh, yeah. Well, That's a good point. Yeah, pump uh, the book. No, By the way, oh, we're no, going to have, have dozens of copies of. Oh, yeah, Whale Hunt in the Desert. Yep. Please, it's required reading at Cornell where I got rejected and NYU. They fly me there. I get to speak there twice a year. It's so cool. I start my speeches by saying I'm a 2.3 from UNLV. You're probably never going to make the kind of money I made. You just spent 200 grand on education. Why? And then I'm nice to them and. You know, and everything. But, yeah. So, uh, third edition came out. It's out doing one and two. Uh, I, I don't know when people listen, but audiobooks are killing it right now with Whale Hunt. For some reason, I don't know if they listen in their car or when they jog. Or Last one. We've talked a lot about the Raiders yep. and the stadium and how big it is for you. And you have a group of players pretty much in every city who want to come out, yes. play, and go to the game. Have you looked at – have you already started booking ahead, like – is there a, a group from a certain city or, you know, yes. like, what's like, what's the, the group you're most fired up about or the most demand? Kansas Come City. And when the Chiefs wow, uh, play here at the Raiders, yeah, I, I have $4 million players and two of them do not like me, but the Ellis's own a skybox on the 45 yard line. And if you play here, I, I, I'll get you the skybox. I mean, it's really cool. And it can be their skybox. I mean, our skybox is amazing here. Own bathroom, it seats 20. Uh, Mr. Ellis really put his money where his mouth is. Our box is awesome. And so, you guys, I wish the Raiders played year-round, man. Are you kidding? I mean, it, it, it elevates my job like you can't believe. Forget New Year's Eve. You come, you get drunk. You're trying to score with your girl. That, you know, Super Bowl's better, but you're betting the game because you think you, you know what you're doing. Man, the Raider game is perfect because you can sit. And I hope you win every sports bet and then take it to the tables. You know, it's really cool that you can bet it at the game. They love that. Even though they can legally bet in their state, they want to come here and watch it and bet it. It's the best thing ever for what I do. Ever, ever. And I want an NBA team here, and I want a Major League <laughs> Baseball team here, and then it's over. My and then it's over. What, no, what your career? I, I, or I, your, no, no. Your I, money I, goes I, over I, the top. I, and... I make an extra six figures a year because of the Raiders, period. Remember, I'm on theoretical here. I hope you win. If you win, you bet more, you play longer. Steve earns more. hope you win every damn bet. Okay, just keep I keep firing. In California, I need you to lose because I'm lost only. So if you win in Nevada and lose in California. So I had, a guy, so, so I had a guy two weeks ago win. We're, like, we're, we're taking a break in two okay, minutes. So. Okay. <laughs> now, no, I love that you know, five minutes ago, you're like, my, my brain's freezing no, but, up. And now he's like, but, now no, he's but, back. No, but the, 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 this, but, but by back. the way, this is Steve's here all the time, off the air, on the air. Come on, but, keep but, going. But, keep you're going. but you're done with me now, right? I mean, this no, is. Finish up. No, oh, no, I meant, I mean, after this break. Then we're going to, okay. yeah, we're going to, we're so going to close I had a, I had a guy win 400 minutes. grand at um, <laughs> Resorts World, and he goes, what do you want to do? And I go, let's go to Viejas. So we go to Viejas, and he loses 250. So, but he still went home plus one. He's got to have a great time. When's the next event? So, I mean, it was perfect. He won here, I earned. He lost there, I earned. And so that was like perfect trip. 
Super Bowl and Final Four are coming, too. I know, brother. <laughs> oh, man. Final Four, forget about it. You know what? I think I'll do better Final Four just because it's it's, it's a different kind of crowd. Oh, yeah. In Super Bowl. Well, we appreciate you getting oh, excited. I love awesome. it, you guys. We, I mean, we really – and I meant it. Like, we really love – we love local places, and this okay. is one of the places we freaking love, so. Oh, no. Listen, I, I, I had a lot of choices where I wanted to work, and, you know, this is – I picked Ellis Island, so I love this place. Ellis Island Casino, home of the 24-7 Steak Special, 10-ounce top sirloin steak special for just $11.99 with your Ellis Island Players Club card. Cofield and Company presents... Grab Bag. Don't touch it. Don't even look at it. Only on ESPN Las Vegas. Put your hand in there, Dave. Adam, are you tracking this Serena match? She won the tiebreaker in the first. No, I so know. She's seven six. So you lost that bet. What's going on now? Looked like she no, was getting. I didn't lose the. I lose the bet. Or to win the match. Oh, I thought you. I thought you. I thought you were playing like in-game tennis just no, for no. the uh, the first set. No, in-game live for the match. Oh, okay, I thought you and did the the first set. I think uh, we're up five two in the second. Yeah, she she broke serve. Uh, whoever this lady is, number number two seed. Yeah. I don't know who she is. Uh, I think I'm gonna fall off tennis completely once the Williams sisters were gone. So yeah, for sure. Sadly. Tennis? <laughs> Who cares? I mean, I used to love it. It's funny. I, I actually, I've told the story a bunch of times. It used to be an event I went to prob- probably five years in a row as like six, maybe 15 to like 21 years old because uh, we used to take a bus up from central Jersey and go to the facility. And now I haven't been there since. And now when I see the overhead shot of the facility in Flushing Meadows, I'm like, holy crap. I'm like, that, that little thing in the corner used to be the big stadium. And now it's like the fourth option. Like they've added so much to it. It's did crazy. You, did you sell soup there? I did not work it. Okay. I did not work it. No, I used to go. You'd, you'd get dropped off at like 9 in the morning and leave at 9 at night, and it was a good event. Go watch on the side courts. Go watch the lesser-known players. Just all day watching tennis? Well, the cool thing is you can move from court to court. That doesn't sound like cool, Still, huh? No, I, I, I can watch tennis on television. Like I, I can get into it, but I don't think I can do it at the match. But I cannot remember – who won the match? But I remember John McEnroe had an upset bid uh, pulled on him uh, by a game. Believe me, you'll, you'll like this. By a guy named Shlomo Glickstein. Okay. We're all like, holy crap, Shlomo might win against John McEnroe. Shlo- Shlomo, Shlomo sounds like the made-up opponent in like, in like a tennis <laughs> no, movie. It was real. Yeah. It was real. It was real. In the bag. Stick your hand in there, Dave. Uh, Bisp H. Hey, Steve Cofield is up on Twitter. It's too bad we never got that Couture Fedor fight in Affliction. Love it when you talk old MMA. We had Randy Couture on in the middle of the show. We'll post the video of that later tonight. But yeah, we never got to that. We didn't go too hardcore on the fighting stuff. No, not too much. A little bit. About I don't, I don't trust fighting. that Adam knows the sport anymore now that he's just no, covering the Raiders all the time. Are you out? What's MMA? Well, I get so confused because I I did see a lot of matches up close from like. Probably UFC 43 through the 150s, covering it kind of as a beat. And now I, I can't remember. I, I get all confused, all feeble-minded. I'm like, what event was that at? By the way, Shlomo made it to the second round of the US Open four times. Oh, wow. But that's as far as he made it. Okay. 80, 81, 82. I thought you were going to really latch on to the Fedor thing, four, but you got, you got no. distracted by Shlomo. Four straight years, made it to the second round, never further. Poor guy. He did make it to the third round of the doubles. At the U.S. Open once. Can we do more slow-mo tomorrow? Sure. Back in the back. Put your hand in there, Dave. 
Ums gone wild. What happened here in a uh, Padres-Giants game? Well, we, we know, Steve, if you're around a microphone, it's on. It's always on. So keep that in mind. It's always on. And the umpire kind of forgot that. After review. After review. Call on the field is overturned. Runners safe. San Diego retains their challenge. So you heard the beep in there. Oops. He, I think he started to talk and didn't think his mic is on and then cursed and then realized it was. And I know it's a audio medium, but the embarrassment on this guy's face. He was just like, they retain the challenge. But he, you just, it's one of the, uh, was the old, uh, who was it Snickers that did the, uh, oh, no, maybe it was Southwest. Was that that might have been it. Want to get away? Or somebody just totally embarrasses themselves. And they're like, oh, boy. Like, he just wanted to be anywhere else in the world right then besides on a microphone in front of a crowd. That poor guy. But when an umpire gets in trouble and is sad, I like it. Get down here really any evening to the front yard. They also have a great brunch on the weekends. It's a tremendous setup here. You know the brewery at Ellis Island is awesome. And then they've got the giant screen TV, a bunch of TVs all around the front yard. And, like, tonight, Mets-Dodgers right now is like a World Series game. This is insane. Jake DeGrom is completely jacked up. And we got Serena trying to pull the upset in the second round. Thanks to Ellis Island for having us out here. We'll see you.